here is a tool, here is a key that's going to help you and any of your salespeople win at a higher level. Bring competition into your sales floor. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. What's up, guys? This is Chris Craddock, and I am so excited to be here with you today for this episode as we are going to talk through one of the topics that I think irks almost every real estate investor I have ever talked to. If you're like most investors, you bring in a ton of leads, but those leads, only a couple of them will turn into, if, if any of them, turn into deals for you. What happens for everything else? So today, and in this episode, we are going to figure out how to make the most out of everything that we have come our way. So listen up, and we're going to get to it. All right. So here is what I am taking into my personal business this year. Obviously, one of the things that we talk about all the time is the REI Revive program, where the REI Revive teaches you how to monetize all of those other leads because somebody is getting paid on those people that are saying, I want to sell my house in the next six months, but you're not locking up at your price. Somebody's getting paid on them. It's just not you, right? And so what do we do to lock those up? Well, we're going to get into that in just a little bit. But before we do that, I want to share with you what I am doing this year to make more money with what I've already got in my pipeline, right? So here is here is it. Every entrepreneur I've talked to has some semblance of a competitive bone in their body, right? They're, they're competitive people, right? Even me. So my I, I bought a uh, Ford Raptor a couple of years ago. I love my truck. It's amazing. It gets terrible gas mileage, right? And the gas mileage literally is not going to change my life, whether I get 15 miles a gallon or 16.1. It's not going to change my life. But I'm a massively competitive person. And for whatever reason, I always leave that gas mileage piece on there and I'm watching it. And if I've got, if I don't have to be somewhere really quick, I always, I just put my foot on the gas really slow to see if I can eke up on it because it's just a competition to me. It's just competing, right? I'm a competitive person by nature, right? I, I grew up playing sports. I like to compete and I love to win. But with that said, I haven't taken all of the tools that I have at my disposal to, to win with, right? So here is one of the things that I realized and we put into place this year for myself and all the other people on my team. And if you have anybody working for you, you know that any salesperson is a little bit neurotic like I am and probably like you are, right? Where, where we like to compete. We like to find these like stupid ways to compete, right? Even if we're competing against ourselves on making the gas mileage go up. Well, here is a tool, here is a key that's going to help you and any of your salespeople win at a higher level. Bring competition into your sales floor. So this is what it looks like when you are bringing in leads. Are you looking at your conversion numbers? Number of leads to appointments set. Okay, I'm, I'm setting 40% of these 
right? And and are they watching it so they can watch that gas mileage, gas meter go up and say, okay, I'm at 40.12%. I'm at 40.3%, like watching that go up. Or when people are meeting, when people are meeting with clients, are you looking at, are you looking at that and just saying, okay, I am, I've met with 10 clients. I've closed four of them to a contract, which means I'm at a 40% closing ratio. That's a great number. Let's move it up to 45%. That's a great number. Or even this here, here's one of the worst parts. I've met with 10 people and I have, I haven't closed the deal. I met with 30 people and I've closed one deal. Oh man, my closing ratio is really, really low. All right, let's move it up. I'm telling you that us as competitive people will start to figure that out. When we see that our conversion ratio is low, you know what you're going to do? You're going to start reading online how to close more. You're going to start listening to podcasts on closing. You're going to read books like my favorite book recently, Flip the Script, right? It's an amazing book or Grant Cardone's Closure Survival Guide, two books on closing deals. So you're going to start looking at that and say, how can I bring that, that level up? I'm telling you, competitive people want to compete. Give them a scoreboard. Give them the chance to compete. And me, myself, I mean, literally, like I, I save a dollar. If it goes up, it's not about the money. It's about the competition, right? I like to win. Why do I play golf? You know, and, and I don't play that much anymore, but I used to play a lot, right? And it was competing against myself. Well, I, I mean, I competed against the other guys I played with. Racquetball. I, I play racquetball a couple times a week and I love racquetball. I got into it when I was, like doing this government contracting thing years ago. And these older guys were playing. And I was like, man, I want to be like them when I grow up. But the fun thing is they were like in their sixties and you know, they, they were able to whip me because they understood corners and all the other stuff that I didn't know at the time they were able to compete. And I looked at that and I was like, man, it's fun to compete. Right. And the business world is fun if you make it right for you. So bring competition in. How do you compete? You compete against yourself. And and this is the last thing I want to say about the competition piece. This isn't about beating down other people because I play racquetball and I like the people I play with are some of my favorite people in the world. I always want to beat them, but they're my favorite people, right? Like you can compete with your friends and it's good, right? But just remember this one lesson. This is something that's really important. If you want to have the tallest building in the world, you can do two things. You can rip everybody else's buildings down or you can build a better, taller building yourself, right? So the goal here is to build a better building. And the way you do that is to be better at closing for appointments, to be better at closing on the appointments, to be better at, I mean, here's one of the other pieces. Once you have people under contract, are you able to dispo those well? Or if you fix and flip, are you able to get to closing? Are you able to make sure all the title issues are cleared? How many do you get under contract that fall out, right? How do you raise that up? One of the things that we competed with ourselves on, we had anywhere from 10 to to uh, 17 deals every single month get pushed to the next month, right? They got delayed instead of closing. So we started competing saying, how do we bring down our percentage of deals that we're closing the next month? So we're looking at that. And the whole goal behind that is we want to maximize what we have in our business, right? Maximize it. So I want to be clear, like bring it back around, be clear. Make sure that you know your closing percentages for leads that you get in touch with, leads that come in to leads you get in touch with, leads that you get in touch with to uh, appointments set, 
Appointments set to appointments held. Appointments held to signed agreements. Signed agreements to, if you're a wholesaler, to dispo. If you're a fix and flipper, to close. Dispo to close, right? You're, you want to check all of those boxes along the way and want to see them. And then you literally have a dashboard and you can look at those numbers. And the best part about it is the most money you're ever going to make is being more efficient with the leads you've brought in. So that's one side of it. The second side, and you know I was going to talk about Revive because I do believe that it is one of the most powerful tools that you'll ever see, right? You get 20 people that say, I want to sell. What we're seeing nationwide is out of 20 people that say, I want to sell in the next six months. And that's where you're looking at. The next six months, if somebody wants to sell, they are the ones that you want to be having conversations with. Not eight months, not 12 months, not, not 52 months. You know, the next six months, I need to sell, right? So you look at that. If they want to sell, if you get 20 people, you're usually going to find four that are going to sell at a discount and one that's going to go under contract with you. That, that's just what I'm seeing nationwide on average, right? Maybe you're a little better, maybe you're a little worse, but that's ballpark what you're going to see. Well, 19 people are going to go under contract with either a real estate agent or some other investor that's going to pay more. And you know who gets paid on those other 19 deals? not you, right? So we already talked about one of the best ways to make more money is to, to be do better with to raise your conversion ratio on what you already have. Here's the next piece is to take all the leads that are coming in and make money on those other leads. And I'll tell you, I've heard so many reasons why you're still making money, just follow up on them, follow up on them, all the other stuff. But I'm telling you, if you can add five, 10, I see as much as $62,000 a month on all of these leads that you are not making any money on, other people are making money on. What happens in your business if all of a sudden you have an extra $10,000 every single month for leads that you've already paid for where you can reinvest that, right? The, what we're seeing on average, right, is if you spend a dollar, you should get $3 back, right? So if you spend $10,000, that should bring in $30,000 into your business. You've already paid for it. You might as well do that and maximize your business, right? So this is an area that I've seen so many investors struggle with. How do I make the most out of what I'm already paying for? One, raise your conversion ratio in all of the areas we've already talked about. Number two is make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure you are maximizing all the leads that you have. With that said, go out, live uncommon, kill it. Let me know if I can do anything to serve you guys. And honestly, if, if this revived program is something you want to look at, you want to have us take a, a gander at and say, hey, is your business ripe to bring in an extra five to 10K a month on this? Go to chriscraddick.com, hit the apply button. We will give you a call. Take a look at your business and check and see, is this a way that you can grow your business, scale your business, and become the person that you want to be? Go live on comment. Boom. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.